Welcome to episode 17, I think, of the Q&A podcast. We took a long break. I'm with my friend Tony Schriller. Say hi, Tony. What up, everybody? Well, um, Tony, I told Tony we're going to record an episode together. Oh, my gosh. This November? Crazy Woke Asian Festival? Yeah, November. I think November, October 2022. October? Maybe November, I think. Oh my gosh, October, November, December, January, February, six months. Nice, dude. It took me six months to record an interview with Tony after telling him I'll, I'll get it. Because we had a date set up for a week. Yes. Later you asked me and then I canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for your patience. Of course, man. That's what it takes to, you know, work with a busy man like himself. Oh, I wish yes. I was. That was true. I think... Yes. The podcast, I don't know. I wasn't haven't been feeling it as much, but I'm I'm ready to come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, Tony is um, a creative director. Would that be a right title? Yeah, that's that's a good title. Or Titles are overrated, man. What's the exact title? Yeah, uh, the pretentious type or not the pretentious? Type? Both, both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the pret- actually, this is a funny story. The pretentious type. So on my uh, dating profile, when I had a dating profile. Okay. My uh, three lines that I described myself was uh, CEO of my brand agency by day, <laughs> comedians at night, and then a dog dad 24-7. Oh, that's a good day. Yeah, that sums it up, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my girlfriend now, um, she only read CEO part and skipped the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and she was very dis- disappointed when she first met me because all I talked about was comedy. Oh! But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, no, I do. I'm very lucky to have a team of people that yeah. run that brand agency. But uh, yeah. No, you're totally team. right. Yeah, you're the CEO of that a company, Schriller. Schriller Creative. Creative, yeah. Yes. But you also work as the, the creative. So would it be like CEO dash creative director because you're in charge yeah. of filming and coming up with all the yeah concept. so depends on the projects but uh so typically and let me know if you prefer me talking to the camera or you, you oh right? either way either, either way. way i like cool. I, I go back and forth okay, but cool. yeah um but yeah so i started as a freelancer okay uh, just freelancing directing uh projects and then uh, eventually i was lucky enough to build up enough clients where i was like oh my god there's no way i can do everything you know like i was doing from like start to finish you know, writing, directing, shooting, producing, all the way to, like, editing. Oh. Um, but then at one point, I was like, what is the point of doing all this if I can't sleep or eat, you know? Right. Um, so eventually now I just pretty much focusing on, I have a team to help producing as well. I used to produce, but now I just get the team to produce. They do the edit. Um, I still do all the writing and directing if, you know, the project sort of allows me to. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, sometimes shooting depends. Some projects, I will hire shooters. Some projects, you know. So you, you started off as a director slash DP. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, you had so much clients, you're like, I need, I want to just start my own company and have, and get my own team together. Yeah, so so I think the, the industry has evolved so, so much now, right? Like everybody, I would say creator is the right word, you know, just content creator um, and, and it's, I truly believe this. I truly believe titles are overrated in the sense of like, you can give yourself whatever title it is, but it's really about each project is different. How can you contribute 
the most to have the best results, right? Okay. So I joked about it. I'm like, I'm CEO slash janitor of the company. Oh. <laughs> sometimes we need to, you know, clean the yeah. house. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's how I evolved. Starting from like, you know, just uh, directing and shooting. Sometimes okay. there were some projects I would just direct. Um, okay. And then, and then uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to build up. You went to USC for uh, film studies. I went to USC for film production and music. And music, yeah, yeah, and yeah. music. So yes. that's, I was a music major. Music majors actually is a lot of work because you have to take private lessons, you have yes. recitals, you have the ensembles. You were also a marching band too. So that's probably a whole other mm-hmm. mountain of responsibilities and time that went into like yeah. your everyday life. But to do a double major with something like film studies too, I mean, I'm glad that they were both like creative majors, so I'm yeah. sure it's more bearable than double majoring like business and biology or something like that. But yeah. still, that's a lot of time. Yeah. And they're still different too. What yeah. made you want to do two, both those things at once? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, those were the, are still the two things that I'm most passionate about. And oh, okay. I think I was very lucky early on in my life. Um, Long, long time ago, <laughs> I figured out, you know, what my, like, what, what I'm passionate about, right? And I wouldn't say pur- purpose is a heavy word, but um, something that gives me the drive, which is just creating stuff, storytelling, right? Through How music, did you discover through, that? So I, I started playing music. Actually, most people don't know this. <laughs> it's just because uh, I, I, I do believe, like, life is about, like, progression. We're just kind of flowing through, and we have, we kind of adopt, adapt adapt into different like um uh, yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. personality what you do right i think we have this misconception of like since we're kids we're told like okay what do you want to be when you grow up right yeah it's like okay you're supposed to be that one thing but i do believe we're constantly evolving and changing you know you might still be pursuing like a very you know greater like purpose in terms of what fulfills you but as a kid i started playing music years old <laughs> oh yeah so so guitar very young. yeah i was a, i was a kid like child prodigy uh, i wouldn't say prodigy is a strong word but um, but if you started at three you were probably a prodigy or like oh you, i would say yeah because when you're three you can't really do i was much. a tiny kid i have photos of me being very tiny so it's actually a really cool story because my dad always wanted to play the guitar he loved like classical guitar spanish guitar but his dad never let him you know, growing up in that environment, yeah. so he he told his dad that like when I have a kid, I'm definitely not let you know going to let my kid learn how to play the guitar. Oh. And um, I have a older brother who's my sister now. Yes, so another story. Yeah. So so uh, she, he, my dad wanted her to learn, but she wasn't interested. Yeah. But one day when I was like three or so, apparently I was like. Um, I was, we were watching some sort of TV thing. There was like a guitar, like a rock star playing the guitar on stage. And apparently... Do you remember the band? I don't remember. I was a little kid. But that's why my parents told me. Um, Oh, oh. I like walked up to the TV and I was like, I won't die. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and my dad was like, yes. He already had, he told me, he he already had the teacher and everything, you know. He was oh, waiting for the wow. call, you know. So oh, so, so he didn't want to bring it up to you first. Yeah, I think he was trying on my sister for a while, and then she was just not oh. into it. So yeah, so I started playing the guitar. I mean, guitar was like bigger than me, you know. I mean, we made the kid version of it. But I started playing the guitar 
um, since I was a very little kid, uh, three and a half, four years old. Um, and then I, along the way, you know, I was learning different instruments because we're Asians, you know. <laughs> I never picked up a violin, though. I never took lessons. Oh. I taught myself how to play it, but I never picked up I took violin lessons. Violin, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, Love piano, guitar. Little, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So music, that's how I, how I started. And uh, yeah. USC has an amazing music program, and I think they have one of the top film programs, too, and top music programs in the world. Um, did you enter as a music major and decided to make film your second major, or was it vice versa? Yeah. What did you get in that's, for? Yeah, that's a great question. So I wanted to go into uh, both schools. Now I knew I had a better chance as a musician. But USC is um, so competitive. Yes, it, it was, yes. Yeah. I mean, it still is. Um, but I, I just knew for a fact... Uh, hashtag modesty. I just knew for a fact I have a much higher chance as a musician, especially as a classical guitarist. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to win a lot of awards and perform uh, at like, uh, you know, very uh, prestigious uh, stages early on. So those built up the credit for me and um, I knew that, you know, I was able to have a much better chance. So I applied for the music school first. Yeah. I got in, you know, you still have to obviously have a good GPA. And yeah. Stuff. Didn't um, you get a full scholarship? I did get uh, almost full a lot. Most of my uh, tuition was covered for uh, from wow. the music school, and then I applied to the film school. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't even apply for the film school until after you found yeah. out you got into the music school. I got into the school because I wanted to get my foot in the door first. You know, I was like, I don't want to like spread myself too thin, right? Okay. Uh, and I was like, ah, how do I? <laughs> what? What do I have the highest chance? So I got into the music school, get into the university, and then. Um, Actually, for B, uh, B um, Bachelor of Music, that's, yeah. but I immediately switch out to BA because there's no way I can. Yes, have, that uh, makes sense now. So you got your BA in music as opposed to BM. Yeah, because yeah. BM was, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, there was no way I was yeah. gonna do BM yeah. and BA uh, or B. I think it would be BEA for for yeah, yeah for, for film. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm yeah. just gonna get both BAs. Okay, that makes more sense. Still super tough. To do both, but yeah, BM, you're BM, doing yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, crazy. And, and that was that was yeah. just not for me, you know, Bachelor, bachelor of Music. Uh, yeah. For, for the nerds. Bachelor of Music, yeah. Yes, and Bachelor of Arts. Right? Yeah, Bachelor yeah, of yeah, Arts, yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, BM, first of all, like, I'm way too not disciplined to do the BM program. But that's interesting because like... you got yourself <laughs> to a level where you almost got a full ride to USC, which is, that's tough even for people who wants to do the BM. Yeah. Who wants to do classical music or classical guitar 100%? Yeah. So you weren't disciplined? So is that like just pure talent? Or? Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, how can I say it without sounding like a. Uh, no, I, I'm very lucky to have been blessed with, um, you know, just enough talent for me to uh, get into the school and. All that, but I do truly believe like talent ain't shit if you don't don't do anything about it. You know, like so so. So that's what I mean. So you are yeah. disciplined enough to do the BM if you wanted to. I'm um, sure. I think I was just too. Um, I wanted to do the film so bad, oh. you know, and, and the BM it was just like um, I didn't see myself doing like teaching or you know. Like professor, right? A lot of BMs like doing like or just or like a professional perform, professional perform. perform you oh, you know? didn't want to be a professional. I, I did not see myself doing purely classical guitar, oh. or or Latin guitar in general. So that's my main thing, right? I grew up playing classical, Latin guitar, 
I just did not see myself doing that. I've always been fascinated by this idea of like the fusion of art, you know? Because I do believe, uh, just like all of us, you know, like we do something, right? Yourself, right? Like yeah. there's a lot of music. I do believe like what the, the, the art form is about truly expressing who we are, which is a lot more than just one thing, you know? Mm. So I've always been interested in that, and that's why I got, you know, so I got, I got a scholarship and then, uh, uh, what else? I mean, there's like, you know, student aids and all that stuff, and I did yeah. work studies, so I had to like, you know, had yeah. to do, but a combination of it covers a lot of money, which I'm so grateful for, because there's no way I could have, or, or my family, this is the crazy part. So one year of USC, back in the days, a long time ago, um, my, my uh, like a tuition, my sister could go to like a university in Taiwan for like a hundred years or something crazy like that. Well, yeah. USC was sixty a year. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, yeah. I think it's like 60, 60, 50 yeah. to sixty. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's no way. Yeah. You know, the conversion is insane for a uh, currency. So. So did you have a lot of student loans when you graduated? Uh, no, I had some for like because I did two uh, degrees in four and a half years total. Yeah. I was also lucky because I grew up in Taiwan, um, so I know how to speak Chinese, and so I tested out a bunch of shit. You know, yeah, yeah you can curse. Oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Did you I, have to pay international? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. no. I was okay. I was born in Michigan, so I was actually born in Michigan. My mom was working there at the time, and oh. I was born there. But they wanted to make sure I grew up in Taiwan. How old were you when they moved? did you? Uh, were no, you I moved to Taiwan know. right away? Yeah, yeah. I had no oh, idea. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I had no idea that. You were born in Michigan? Yeah, I was born in Michigan. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, that's, well, that's why I went back to Michigan. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole bit. On. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I still didn't know. And like when I went back to Michigan, it was like nothing. You know, I didn't, it was like a brand new thing. And, yeah. Well, what made you want to major in film then? Film. So, um, always love watching movies. Uh, what kind? Growing up. Like um, noir, Hong Kong noir. Uh, in Hong Kong, there's like you know Stephen Chow so like comedy, right? Oh Huge yeah, yeah, yeah. Of comedy in general, it's like kind of slapstick. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, thrillers, which I love, like thrillers, comedy, uh, or same thing, fusion, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. Some of my favorite movies, top list, just off the top of my head. It's okay. I have seen. Uh, Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, Hot Fuzz. Uh, like in terms of stylistically, how I like really enjoy. The type of content I cr enjoy creating and consuming, Hafaz. Um, so same guy who did the Shaun of the Dead. Um, okay, yep. Hafaz, uh, Tropic Thunder, which is I getting a lot of Tropic heat. Thunder, it's such yeah. an amazing film. Well, I respect Ben Stiller for doubling down. I know, dude. Yeah. Shout out Good to for ben, him. ben Stiller. I know, yeah. dude. Like it's you know, uh, Tropic Thunder, and obviously I like you know I love you know great epic or superhero stuff. I've always loved Batman. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, uh, Nolan Batman, Batman or yeah, Mike no, Snyder? Uh, Nolan Batman, not okay. Mike Snyder. I'm sorry, Mrs. Snyder. What I about you? The... Very nice guy, but it's too much. You met him? <laughs> I met I was, yeah, wow. I was lucky. I went to a Warner Brothers and then uh, I got to meet him very briefly. Yeah, wow. But uh, yeah, I like the, Matt Reeves is really good too. Uh, the new Batman is really good too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, Nolan's is just like, the Dark Knight is like, I've seen the Dark Knight 50, 60 times probably yeah. I saw it in theater I think 8 to 10 times wow yeah like so So I love that kind of movies um, The Dark Knight the first one second one or third one uh, The Dark Knight second one yeah that was a good one yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so it seems like you always wanted to be maybe be more of a film major and then you knew music was gonna be what helps you achieve that 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've always wanted to do like any art form that allows me to tell the story I want to tell, express myself. Um, oh. So music is still like what feeds my soul, right? Like oh. whenever I pick pick up the guitar start playing is just the most like soul fulfilling thing you know and I wish and this is one of those things right where it's like there's a balance of like life you know professional yeah right? like fulfillment and all that stuff I, I think every artist goes through that right challenge yeah, yeah. but um, yeah I mean filmmaking has always been something I'm very passionate and there are specific topics that I is like my life goal that I want to like create um, and uh, yeah I just knew that music was the way for me to get in there. Um, but at the same time, it's not like I didn't, you know, I, learned, I mean, most of the kids who went to uh, USC music school, they grew up going to music school. Yeah. You know, like the yeah. conservatory. Yeah, and yeah, USC. And I was just some kid from like a public school in like in Arbor, Michigan, you know, and then before that I was in Taiwan. I knew nothing, absolutely nothing about music theory. Not Wait, you knew nothing about theory? Nothing. But if you're a classical guitarist, you have to know how to like read music. I don't know how to read music, but like the any of like the fancy theory stuff, I knew nothing. I literally learned from scratch. So that was the stuff I actually learned from college. Oh, how did you like the it? The theory. I, I loved nerding out on it. I love how like, oh, okay, now I understand how... Why did I like this piece of music so much? This specific area is because yeah. of the core profession went from this to that, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> sounds see that's the thing, right? People feel like uh, I feel like what you call ADHD when I talk about like so many different things, but um, like how I combine music and film and storytelling in general, it actually all started from like besides watching movies growing up and playing music. Um, playing games growing up, oh. I was fascinated by two things. Number one, the storytelling and how it can, like, engage you. You know, you can, like, get yourself stuck in there. Yeah. So, like, it's a fascinating idea. Right. And secondly, the music. How music oh, connects, yeah. you know, like, and same thing with movies, right? So that's how I got so uh, sucked into this whole uh, uh, fusion of things. And during college, I was, like, writing film scores and stuff. Actually, for a while, I thought I would be doing that um like to to make some money too um but very soon i realized i was not <laughs> i was not a film score i mean i can yeah. do it to save money <laughs> yeah but, you know like my uh my student film uh i i wrote my own score oh wow um, yeah and i did I, I did quite a few i enjoy it very much but there are professionals out there just like teachers yeah you know like there's a it's a whole nother discipline and i don't believe in one bit of the whole thing what's that saying people say about those who can, oh, those who can, who can do, do, do teach, teach? Yeah. yeah, those people can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously though, like teaching is a whole nother like yeah. discipline mindset. You know, yeah, like it's like you. There's so much. I have so much respect for teachers because like yeah, you know, it's hard. I tried teaching like when I was uh, um, first got here. You know, yeah, it's, like, it's a whole nother. Yeah, teaching. I would say, what's more important to be a good music teacher in terms of like an ensemble music teacher yeah. more than how proficient you are in your uh, instrument it's more like how good you are in motivating people mm-hmm. bringing people together and um being organized yeah for an ensemble teacher now for like a private studio teacher i think yeah. you really have to be good at your instrument but yeah. for an ensemble teacher i think those three things are 
the most important. It's like more more important about like how good you are as a leader, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, and empathy too. I think. Yeah, empathy for sure. Yeah, because you have some students where you just have to be the bigger person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's one of those things where like as a you know performer or whatever, you don't have to deal with that because you're doing yourself. Yeah, you know? unless yeah. you know you play like you know orchestra or whatever. But um, yeah, so so you know I I've always wanted to. I just want to create stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> create, tell stories. Um, and I was lucky enough. I applied to the film school a few times actually. To, when I was in at USC, I applied to a, a few times. This is also a cool story. The you first, applied to USC film school? Uh, yeah, USC. So I was already in the university. Yeah. Right? But then you have to apply to the film program, right? The production program, which is the most, you know. But didn't you get into it? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, okay, okay. But I applied quite a few times to get in. I think two or three times. Oh, so you didn't get in your freshman year? No, no. Oh. I got in, like, I got into the music school first, and then I got into the film program, uh, I think, sophomore year, yeah. Wow. So I guess two times. I applied two times. Yeah. I don't remember. Dang. um, Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's very, very prestigious. Uh, Oh, yeah. I was very lucky. The whole class, not that many people get to go in, especially because there's the School of Cinematic Art, right? Yeah. Which is within the University of USC, right, uh, Southern California, and then under the School of Cinematic Art, there's so many different, you know, there's like animation, yeah. critical studies, yeah, um, and then you know, and then there's the production, which is like the one that everybody wants to go to, you know, right, um, and uh, that one I finally got in, and uh, the what got me in, I believe, the main difference was the first two, one or two times, I don't remember how many times, anyway, the first attempts. I had yeah. applying. I was all about like showing off, like oh, what I can do, uh, you know. Like I, you, you submit a short film, you know. You do right. essays and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was all like, oh, look at all these like short films I've done in high school, you know. Like we're making like YouTube videos and stuff. Um, and I'm like, hmm, this is the reason why I should be a step into. But then that didn't work. And then the last round, um, what I did was I did a behind the scenes of why, I still have that video somewhere, why I want to get into the film, why I want to make films, why I want to tell stories. So I talked about my entire process. I use all these like B-roll behind the scene, you know, and I, I truly express my passion for it. Why, why it's so important to me to be a storyteller. And then I, I believe that's like a reason why, you know, yeah. I got in at least a major change, right? Because any... Anybody can, you know, with nowadays, like, and, and that, that wasn't even a smartphone and all that stuff. Nowadays, with a phone, you can make, like, amazing stuff. They don't need, there's no short supply of people who know how to, the technical stuff. Yeah. But there, it is important to find the people who are passionate about storytelling and have very unique perspectives and story. You want right. To tell, you know? Right. So, anyway, that, I believe that's what got me in. Not because I'm, like, talented and whatever, you know. It's because I'm just so freaking passionate about the art form. And I'm so driven by the story I want to tell. Okay. I think that's, you know. Wow. Because yeah, I'm just some kid. Well, what did you say? <laughs> what are, what's like the three, what is like the most, let's just do one. What's, yeah. what is one thing that you said from that, that uh, tape? Yeah. So, so from that uh, short film, the most important thing I said uh, was that there's something so magical about the collaborative process of filmmaking, you know? Like, 
I always, this is one of the things my girlfriend knows, everybody who knows me knows, I sit through every single credit after watching a movie. Oh, okay. Wow. And, and, and to me, and it sounds so stupid, but like, I sit there, I just look through the stuff because I, number one, I believe every single person in the credit deserves that slight attention from us. Oh. You know? Um, and second, like, I know how much, like, it goes through, you know, I mean, that's people's, like, jobs and livelihood and stuff, right? And people put so much sweat and tears and brain into that stuff. To me, the collaborative process of like, hey, somebody or some company, whatever, has an idea, and all these people like yeah, come together yeah. and creating this, even if it's a quote-unquote shitty movie, you know, the, 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 the whole idea of that is so cool to me, you know what I mean? Because like, most people think of filmmaking nowadays, oh, you're just filming it, you know, you just, yeah. you just record, you know? Yeah. But it's an art form, man, like, and that. You know, I talked extensive about it. I talked about how like, I stayed through the credit. Oh, um, wow, yeah. That's, yeah, and then, that's and then uh, I talked about why that is so important to me. Um, and, and along the way, you get to, if you think about it, right, it's crazy, man. Like, number one, the art field and creative field, there's a lot of ego involved. You know, everybody thinks their idea is the idea, right? Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is like, creating that cohesive vision from and that's where the director comes in right mm. and being able to somehow put that together um i think that's just a fascinating thing so wow so that's one thing you know i, I wrote down and yeah. I, I i like a whole you know i use like the behind the scene footage of like me when i was doing the filmmaking and like the, the sleepless nights you know we staying up like somehow all of us kids just want to create this silly little video but like that process you know it's, right. It's like it's right. incredible. So yeah, that's yeah, wow. that's something like that, you know. Well, one thing that I also want to say is your um uh, your you came here when you were 12, 15. Yeah, and your English is perfect. Thank you. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I think I have friends who came when they were like 10 or 12. And not to say there's anything everyone's different. I think yeah. and I think some people are actually better in terms of like picking up languages faster than others, mm. but fifteen is really late. Like if some, if anyone told me like yeah. they came when they were fifteen from a different country, yeah, I would expect to hear some sort of accent. Yeah, I still have it though. No, I I feel like I have it. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, you yeah, have probably. a you have a no. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's so. it's something probably so like subtle that you know. Yeah. it comes out when I drink. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has like slip ups. I understand, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. You don't, like, if I listen to you talk, I wouldn't yeah. think this guy is a foreigner. Like, yeah. this guy is an immigrant. I would think, oh, this guy was probably born in Michigan. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you were. Yeah, but, yeah. You were, but like, grew so, up here. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. imagine that you were born in Michigan and you grew up there. Grew up there, yeah. yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it probably has something to do with the, the musical brain. Well, actually, I was going to say, I think it has, maybe it was because you watched so many American movies. That too, yes. Yeah. I mean, movies and stand-up. I grew, I always loved stand up. Like, oh. That that was like well I so so I actually didn't speak much English at all when I first got here. Yeah, like, which is crazy. So, and my best yeah. friend, you know, who's known me literally since before I, you know, I was like, you know, you know. Yeah. So so one of the things was that uh, you know, I mean growing up watching stand up obviously you have subtitles. Who did you stuff, watch? But uh well once I got here, uh the ones that I remember uh, while well, growing up before was like, you know, Jim Carrey stand up. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 Not physical comedy, but yeah. here, like Russell Peters was huge. Russell Peters was huge. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, way back before. Yeah. You know, Dane like, Cook. Uh, Dane, Dane Cook. Uh, he's got some good stuff. Uh, Russell Peters. Who, who else? Had, uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Chris good. Rock. Uh, uh, Jamie Fox. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like Russell Peters was probably the first one that was like, because he talked extensively about like Asian stuff, which like hilarious you know yeah. like it's like dude some of the stuff is like so relatable beating your uh, kid beating your child, yeah, be your a man. you know uh so stuff like that and um yeah so i learned a lot at music you know uh <laughs> i had a i have a whole bit I, I need to practice that uh which hopefully you get to see but uh, i have a whole bit about how like i was able to sing so when i was fourth grade i think fourth grade fifth grade in taiwan um my dad finally uh, got me like an electric guitar, which is a whole nother freaking story. Basically, long story short, I got tricked into playing classical and Spanish guitar. <laughs> oh, you didn't want to play? Oh, I didn't you know. saw the rock Because I saw the, yeah, you know, and then you my dad was like, rock. and then I was playing the classical guitar for like years, you know, and then like, I was like, dude, something is Well, you didn't different. notice that it sounded way different? <laughs> well, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. Oh, you thought it was like, it was, like a, a technique that you're developing I too. think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I Something about Spanish music and Spanish Latin music always resonated. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about that. I, it just comes so natural. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyway, so I got an electric guitar and then um, my friends and I, we, we formed a band, a boy, literal boy band. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. like a drummer keyboard. What was and it then, called? Uh, E.T. Boys. Why E.T. Boys? <laughs> electric Taiwan Boys? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I thought yeah. that's what it stood for. No, it's just ET, like the the extra terrestrial. <laughs> I don't know why. I went to fuck with oh, ET boys. You guys, did you guys just really like the movie ET? I don't know. No, uh, we got like T-shirts that we didn't custom make them, but it was like T-shirts with like these ET ETs that you can button on. Anyway. Wait, but why was it called ET boys? I have no idea. You literally I'll just said, out. "Let's call ourselves ET." Yeah, boys. we literally it's just let's just call ET boys. <laughs> and anyway, so so I was able to sing. I was a guitar and singer. Yeah, I was able to sing like Backstreet Boy songs. Oh, entire song without knowing what the fuck it meant at all. <laughs> oh, so you literally was just like kind of. Like I was just like copying. Yeah, the... I was like. Ah. You know, like, yeah, I had no yeah. idea what they meant. So you you had a knack. F yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like yeah. some people just have a knack for languages. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it, it does have something to do with the musical yeah. brain. You know, like it, it, it comes natural to me and picking up. Even nowadays, like you know, different languages. I, I love learning. You know, different yeah, languages. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, like I would just sing the entire song and I didn't even fucking know what the fuck meant. How long did that take you to learn it? I don't remember, but not that probably long. a long Especially time. But but it's like with singing is different though. I think singing is a little easier because there's melodic yeah. combinations. So when you how did you learn English without an like yeah how did you learn English because yeah I don't hear an accent. Uh, here definitely movies and talking to a lot of people. Um, oh, so you just movies. push you put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you just uh, forced yourself because there's not a lot of Asians in Michigan too. I imagine. Uh, not as many. Not as or at least not as many, many as Chinese. Yeah, not as not as many as here in California yeah. for sure. But there, there was like groups. Of, oh, and I'm so sorry. Do Taiwan people speak Taiwanese or Chinese? We speak both. Yes. Um, yeah. Not everybody oh. speaks Taiwanese though. Yeah. I uh, speak both Mandarin Chinese and Taiwanese. Yeah. Oh, wow. Shout out to Ryan. Oh wait, then how did you learn Mandarin? Mandarin Chinese. That's the technically the official language in Taiwan. 
But everyone in Taiwan knows Taiwanese. Not everybody. It's it's like uh, I don't oh, know if Korea wow. has this thing. So they sometimes they would speak Mandarin Chinese, but not Taiwanese, even yes. though they are born and raised in Taiwan. Yes, yeah, it's one of those like things where it's like I mean, my parents has always told me, oh, I didn't realize my sock choice was terrible. But do you see oh, the foot? Well, I'm gonna crop it out. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, and then yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the language mostly like if you're living now it's different, but back in the day, it's like if you're living in north northern part of Taiwan, you, yeah, most most of the time you're. Speak more Mandarin than, than Taiwanese, and southern part more like. But how would they not teach you Taiwanese if you live in Taiwan? So uh, that's when we get political, you know. So oh. that's when the political thing comes in, right? Because there's like the the pro China government, and then there's the pro Taiwan, right? And yeah. there's a whole like thing, you know. So basically, me when I was growing up, you know, um, it was very much like this whole idea of like if you speak like Taiwan, you know, Taiwanese like the native tongue. You're kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say like second class citizen, but you know they kind of look down upon you, right? Wow. It's just like why well, you sound so they, like you 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 sound like you're you're from the streets, you know. So, but still, they made you feel lesser for speaking your own yeah. native language. Like like wow. for for me, uh, uh, and that's a whole other topic. But yeah, like you know, if you if you're like you're supposed to uh, speak the you know official language, like I got put into uh, like pronunciation correction class because I, I sound there's a saying called that I sound very Thai means like you the manner you speak sound like very like imp- improper wow. very Taiwanese you know is that uh, kind of like brainwashing making you like I mean, ashamed of your own it's nationality it gets it gets pretty like deep um, it, it, there, there's definitely a level of that because if you think about like culturally, right? I mean, I am so proud now, right? First of all, I was very proud of the fact that my parents like gave me the idea and the understanding of the identity, right? There's plenty of cultures and languages out there that are like going to be gone. And by the way, native Taiwanese, uh, Taiwanese, the, the Taiwanese, you know, I, I, I speak is not even like the native, native Taiwanese people, the indigenous people. There's like what, 12 tribes of native Taiwanese people who are like indigenous people, you know, that's different. Indigenous, you know? as in they don't have contact with the outside world. Yeah, they're well. They do have contact, but they're like they look different from me. You know, you and me. You know, they don't look East Asian. They're like you know some of them like darker skin, color eye. You know, a little bit different, but they're indigenous people. Like they live in the jungle. They live in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't they want to uh, integrate with the rest of society? They do, uh, but uh, I think some there's. Uh, historical context too, right? Because if you look at here in America, historically yeah. speaking, uh, outside culture coming in, we usually don't do good shit. <laughs> so the same thing when they, this is a really long topic about Taiwan, but Taiwan has always been historically a uh, um, co- colonized uh, uh, island, right? So politically it's constantly changing. When the Portuguese first found, you know, discovered Taiwan, Oh, they were discovered by Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese, fourteen hundreds, I oh, think. I uh, I so that's why it's called the Formosa too, because Formosa it means like a beautiful island. Portuguese people, shout out the Portuguese, and then the Dutch came, you know, and then the Dutch and the Portuguese fought. You know, there's actually still a castle in tai, uh, Taipei near Taipei. It's called the. Uh, um, Wait, then why does everyone in Taiwan look Asian? Yeah, well, there, and then the Chinese came, and then the Japanese came, and the Chinese came again, right? So I mean, if you if you. Uh, well, first of all, proximity-wise, it's very close to, you know, 
and thousands and thousands of years ago, Taiwan was actually uh, connected to China physically, and then it broke off, you know, into an island, and then, uh, and almost all Asians in Asia, we all come from China thousands yeah. and thousands yeah. of years ago, right? Um, just like so, wait, know, so do you have Portuguese, Japanese, and Dutch blood in you? I don't know, probably. Probably, I don't know. I I, I doubt it. Uh, I've never done the ancestry. But also, so yeah. Taiwan people look different. No, most people are still East Asian looking. Yeah. Uh, when the Portuguese and um, and the Dutch came, I don't think they like. I don't think they stayed for too long. I need to polish up on that part of the history. Oh, oh, oh! But, wow, so they didn't stay for that long. Okay. Uh, they they tried, but they fought. Uh, who won? Portuguese. I think the Dutch won. Yeah, the Dutch won. Um, and then uh, the Chinese came uh, in and out for quite a bit. But the most recent history since, like, you know, the, the 11, 1911 to... So, the, the Republic of China, which is the official government of Taiwan, was founded in 1911, right? So, that's the Republic of China, which is... We're, we're going deep, guys. We're going deep. You're learning some <laughs> shit. So, 1911, the Republic of China, Republic of China was formed, right? Okay. Which was formed in China, which was, you know... Um, Basically, the, the democracy, right? Of go oh. The government democracy, which was they were fighting off the Qing Dynasty, which is the last dynasty of China, right? Okay. So, um, so the the founding father of that, you know, created that, um, and then you know, fast forward, you know, eventually uh, in the uh, during the World uh, War One and Two, uh -huh. uh, you know, there was like a lot of fight with Japan, but uh, the whole, you know, China was, and China has been. Chinese people specifically have been suffering through this whole, like, I think they called it 200 years of shame or something like that, which they were constantly colonized and, like, invaded by, like, all countries, including the U.S., by the way. Like, we were a part of that. At one point, China, do you know this? At one point, China was occupied by, like, eight different countries, just splitting in, like, a piece of pie, you know, because... What? Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're looking into history and... and Japan was a big part, and there. Well, I know Japan, whole bit, like kind yeah, of, they did really that with stuff. China, but I didn't know other countries. Yeah, eight were. countries. Yeah, uh, France. Uh, yeah, France, Germany, oh, U.S. Yeah, yeah. So wow. at one point, um, there's all that stuff that happened, but the the basically the Democratic Republic uh, government. Uh, uh, so the Republic Republic of China eventually. After World War II, whatever, they had to fight against the, the communist China, right? The People's Republic of China. Oh. And they lost. So that's why they went to Taiwan, right? Now, during that time, Taiwan already has its own, like, thing going on for a while. Yeah. You know? So that's the whole thing. That's why the whole politically is so, like, complicated, so right? So Republic of China tried to take over Taiwan yeah, because they were kicked, they lost the battle. Yeah, yeah, and, and they did eventually. It's basically, they, they established it, right? So going back to our question about, and this whole history lesson with them, <laughs> it is very complicated, you know? I mean, and yeah, tension is very, very cow. high right now, actually. Wait, uh, but Taiwan's right? independent now, aren't they? Yeah, it's always been independent yeah. because it's its own government, right? Has president, shout out to the, yeah. you know, uh, we have the first female president, Democratic Republic president in, in Asia. Okay. Uh, and she's served two terms now. Oh, the wow. One, the Wait, one. then why are tensions high if they're their own entity now? Well, it's because China doesn't recognize it. Well, most of the world don't officially recognize Taiwan as this country. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Most people think, right? They because are independent, but China is Doesn't recognize it. The U.S. doesn't recognize it either. The U.S. is called a strategic ambiguity. 
So we don't deny nor confirm that Taiwan is a country. Then how is Taiwan considered independent? Yes, because it's a, it has its own government, right? Democratic, which is the Republic of China, Democratic Republic, right? Versus China is the People's Republic of China. It's not really communist anymore. It's like oh. changed so much. So it's two different government. We have elections and stuff. Yeah. They have elections and stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, this is like getting real deep. But isn't that crazy though? But yeah, that's that why doesn't the tension make is high, sense. But, so but, is China trying to take over Taiwan? Yeah, so the whole idea is basically like China still believes like Taiwan is a part of China uh, because like whatever, you know. Can because, China... I mean, look at us, okay? <laughs> because we have the good-looking people, man. Wait, so can, yeah. does China have any authority over Taiwan? Like, can China come to Taiwan and be like... Economically, in some way, yes, because, you know, business, right? But um, they can't be like, hey, you're not the president anymore, Why? No. Then how does China have authority over Taiwan? Military, I mean, they've been, they've been doing military, like, you know, drills all the time, you know? Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy, man, like... Oh, so China when... is... Kind of bullying Taiwan. Yeah, they've been. I mean, they've been doing that for since I was growing up, you know. Um, but now it's really high, especially after you know Putin uh, with uh, Ukraine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a whole thing. Like, there are sayings out there. People say like, if there's, should we get? It gets really dark, dude. Is is that okay? The I mean, I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. We talk about anything. Okay, yeah. nice. This is what we get here for. So if there is the, the if there is like next big war that involves a lot of different countries i don't want to say the word but you know uh, yeah. it might be one of like ukraine was a was, was really high tension already you know because it's always triggered but taiwan militarily it's a very important military strategic point there's a reason why every country wanted taiwan because we're in the middle of you know launching to a lot of places you know so, um, U.S., we don't officially recognize Taiwan as a country. This is really sad stuff, actually. Like, for example, we got kicked out, Taiwan got kicked out of the U.N. in the 60s, I think. 60s or 70s. Why? Uh, because China was basically like, if Taiwan is there, we don't want it. And then, oh and then people are like, of course, every, and this is where, right, we would never think that we kind of defeat our, uh, democracy is defeated by our, like, capitalism, because at the end of the day, Money yeah. runs the world, right? Yeah. So if you look at talking about like movies and all that stuff, right? There's so many examples of like, it's really shitty. So many examples of people like bound down to China because of the almighty dollar, you know? Shout out to Tom Cruise though. Tom Cruise, That's right. Top Gun. Yeah, he did. He was basically like, yeah. fuck China. <laughs> no, seriously. There was a, uh, there's a scene in Top Gun. Right. There's the, yeah, the Taiwan yeah, 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 yeah. And then China was like, if you keep that one second of the movie in it, we're not going to release in China. You're going to lose a lot of money. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise was like, okay, fuck you, man. <laughs> no China release. Uh, a, that sounded like the yeah. Tom Cruise character in uh, Tropic Thunder. Les Grossman or something? Les Grossman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, though, like, um, people who, and again, like, I, I joked about it all the time. It's like the government of China that I have a problem with. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many terrible things that that's happening there, and the people, Chinese people, suffer. You know, um, not just Chinese, the Uyghur and all that stuff. You know. So, so tensions are high in Taiwan. Yeah. How is it gonna get resolved? Mm. Is it gonna come down to? Is it looking like China's gonna let Taiwan have their have their independence, or is it looking like China's gonna be like, 
okay, we're just going to take over? No, I think, well, two ways, right? Um, China, there's so many things. People have been, like, doing, like, drills and stuff, too, trying to figure out. Okay, if, if, there's, if China does militarily invade Taiwan, yeah, U.S. has no choice but to involve in a sense, like right now, like most of the military supplies and stuff is coming from the U.S., you know. Okay. Oh, so U.S. wants to protect Taiwan. Yes, U.S., because oh, okay, okay. we're well, technically the last line of defense of democracy, right? Uh, and also, oh. we also make, what, 97, 99% of the, and again, there is like the belief of democracy, right? America, right? But then there's the idea of it, but then there's money, right? right? We make, Taiwan has make most of the computer chips and phone, all that stuff, all the chips are all made in Taiwan, you know? The silicon, uh, whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. But uh, that's one of the biggest things. Uh, and then also amazing food. Boba tea. <laughs> and also good looking people. I think that's <laughs> yeah. probably why the U.S. wants to protect yeah. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah boba, the boba it's got to save the boba. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Japan is, Japan is protecting Taiwan too. Oh, Japan's going to protect Taiwan as well? Uh, yes, yes. Because uh, oh, okay. when, when recently um, China like did another military drill, you know, Japan was like, you know, saving themselves. But anyway, so... If it were to happen, U.S. I think would have to would defend. Um, I think just comes down to like, you know, depends on what China does. But right now they have a lot of. This is just my you know kind of wrap up my thoughts around China in general. I think the only way, and it's kind of happening, <laughs> that China is going to have, is going to collapse. It has to implode, aka the people There's revolt. A coup? You know the the people like revolt. You know which was kind of happening. Right, people like especially COVID and shit, you know, um, like it's you know people. That's really the only way because like people in China, well, very small percentage of Chinese people are very rich, you know. Uh, now oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like most of them huge. are like yeah, disparities. So, yeah. so I think for for it to happen, and especially people who are, have been outside of the country, and by the way, like by no means is this country perfect, right? But at least we thrive to be, you know. Like, we try to be a little better every day. Uh, but the, the fact that we get to have, like, the freedom of, you know, so many things. Once people have a taste of it, it's like, dude, it's not even close, you know? Okay. For, for me, I don't get it. You know, the, the sort of, like, authoritarian government. Yeah. Like, shit can just happen if the government says so. It's crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so growing yeah. up in Taiwan, I was very lucky to already know what it feels like to have, like, even though, like, democracy, even though there was, like, that... that the yeah. Chinese influence government, yeah, you know, in it, but you know, I already knew what it is like to to have, truly have a free society, you know. So, anyway, so yeah, hopefully, America. Yeah. So you think China will either invade Taiwan or there will be a revolt in China, and that's those are the only two things that you can see that will determine Taiwan's future. Yeah. Well, I think for the past what 60, 70, 80 years, um, pretty much has been. I think the official terms remain the status quo, aka, I think China said they can accept one country, one country, two system, which means like there's China and then there's the, the democratic China and yeah. then there's the, the CCP yeah. China, uh, but everybody that's here's the thing everybody in the world freaking knows Taiwan is a country. It is literally by definition a country of its own it has its own government. Yeah, it's just that people don't want to officially recognize it because they're scared because of the money, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy, man. I well, mean, what's people? Yeah, yeah. What's preventing China from taking over Taiwan? They're, they're it's it's rough, man. Like, 
too, in my opinion, I think it's too risky because, well, first of all, Taiwan is an island. It's hard to invade, right? Yeah. It is a tiny island, uh, but uh, with a lot of freaking people. But um, it, it is very risky. And, and I think, uh, who is it right now? Xi Jinping probably doesn't want to risk that because if he doesn't take... Dude, if China invades Taiwan and doesn't take over Taiwan in two days, that's pretty embarrassing. It's, it's the same thing with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, so what, why and is China it risking that then? Huh? Why isn't China risking well, that? Well, because the, the, the Xi Jinping, the, 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 the chairman, like, he probably does. I don't if they have their like, re-election already, but um, he probably doesn't want to risk it. He wants power, so he doesn't want to fuck around with that. And right now, he's dealing with all the implosion right now, like with Chinese people like revolting and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, like... So, yeah, so if China didn't yeah. have those implosion issues, you think they would have probably evaded Taiwan? Well, if they do, that goes back to the whole other thing. And by the way, this is just my very limited perspective and understanding. Obviously, it gets very, very complicated, right, with political and all that stuff. But, like, I mean, if they, if China were to militarily invade Taiwan, it would chain react, the whole thing, going back to my whole thing. U.S. would get involved, Japan would get like involved. Like, U.S. and Japan, I don't know about Korea, Korea potentially too, right? It, it, it would literally be a chain reaction just like that, you know? Um, because everybody has, has a stake, you know? Everybody has a... And it will be, it will be, it will be pretty fast. And it's, and it's one of those things, obviously, I know I'm biased being Taiwanese, right? But, like, I, I do believe that, like, Taiwan is a very underrated country. Like, politically, uh, culturally, you know, just, just a lot of things, you know. But a lot of people, when you think of going to Asia, most people think of like China, Korea, Japan, yeah, even Thailand, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, Vietnam. Yeah, not Vietnam. that many people think of Taiwan. Yeah, you know, uh, and I get it. You know, this marketing hasn't been the, the best, <laughs> but but yeah. Taiwan. I know they're known for yeah, good, great boba, Taiwanese cafe food. Mm. I love the Taiwanese sausage fried rice. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know too much about Taiwan, but I know Taiwan. I mean, growing up, I always knew Taiwan. I always thought Taiwan was its own country. Yeah. I only found out that there was, like, this kind of um, friction when people started talking about it. But I always thought Taiwan was its own country. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it just depends on who you surround yourself with, right? I mean, there's still Chinese people. If you talk to them right now, they probably just, oh, Taiwan's China. You know? There's a joke. Most people say, like, Taiwan is a part of China. But theoretically speaking, China is a part of Taiwan <laughs> because we started the republic first, you know. Started the what first? The republic, you know. Oh. Um, so so we just we just like lend it to the communists first, <laughs> communists. Yeah. So it's it's because I know some Hong Kong people kind of don't look too fondly on Chinese people. They hate them. So Taiwanese people hate Chinese people. I don't hate the Chinese people. I don't think Hong Kong. I don't think Hong Kong people hate the Chinese people. I think they hate the government. You know. Same with Taiwan. They hate Chinese, the Chinese government. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I don't think people actually... I mean, I'm sure there are annoying Chinese people, just like there's annoying Taiwanese people, right? I don't know hate is the right word. Hate is yeah. a strong word. But, like, uh, yeah, we strongly despise the, uh, the government right. because it, it is, you know, an uh, authoritarian yeah. government. If you look at the stuff that they're doing... Yeah, Chinese government is scary. I went to China for a choir comp competition in college, and we had some songs about... Um, some Christian song. Yeah. And the organizer of the choir festival yeah. said we can sing it, but I don't think, I think he was just like, oh yeah, the Chinese government won't care. Yeah. The Chinese government found out yeah. literally 10 minutes before it was to go up, they said you guys aren't singing anymore. Yeah. 
You can, and we I, flew all the way to China. Yeah, and I, we couldn't sing for the festival because they found out that we had Christian themes. Yeah, you had the word God in it. Yeah, you're not supposed to say the word yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be Big Brother or some shit. Yeah, like so but I'm like, literally everyone was dressed. We were about to go up, and yeah. then one person said, "Oh, you guys aren't singing anymore." Yeah, and there was nothing we could do. Yeah, we were we were all saying like, "Oh." Like, can we, is there anything we can do? They're like, no, you can't start singing. Yeah. And then the guy, and the festival coordinator, he looked so scared. I hope he's okay, but he looked like he just saw a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy because, and again, I'm very grateful. Um, I mean, okay, so going back to talking about like the the authoritarian country, I don't, I think a lot of Americans, especially if you're like born and raised here and you don't have a perspective of the outside world, we take for granted like how much freedom we have here, man. Like, the, oh, okay. the, the the level of freedom we have in this country, right? And I believe like okay, I believe America stands for like, like you know, uh, the opportunity to blank, right? I don't think we're like entitled. So many people think, oh, I'm supposed to have like, dude. The only thing we're entitled to in this country is the opportunity to blank, you know. And that blank is entirely up to you, you know. You can you can shed all you want. But like we have so much, the fact that we can talk shit about China right now, or we can talk shit about our own government, you know, I could be like, fucking Biden sucks, or I could say Trump sucks. I can say whatever. I don't have to worry about uh, I might disappear. In China, if you say that shit, you know. So I actually wait, you I would actually disappear. I mean, I don't know about disappear, but you would get into trouble. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, they would actually. What would they? Would they find you, or would they like torture you? It's definitely censored. Censored. Like uh, they're tracking, uh, like all the WeChat or whatever. Um, We're going into a whole other like section. That's why TikTok. You know. That's true. Yeah. That's not fake. They actually see all your texts. It's pretty scary. Like. uh, What if you send like dick pics and stuff? Do they see that too? That's a great question. I don't know. Do you see my dick pics? I'm just kidding. I never. But they can then. They could if they wanted to. They probably could. They probably mostly tracking the activity when you talk about like talk shit about the government. I'm sure. So one way you don't want to if you don't want to get your dick pics to be seen is don't talk about the government and then send a dick pic right after. Yeah, or or just say like Xi Jinping is a (laughs) whatever. Like Xi Jinping, I think what's what's something that he doesn't want? Oh, he hates it when people call him Winnie the Pooh because he looks like Winnie the Pooh. So there's so many people trolling. Uh, There's a great shout out to this channel, by the way. this YouTube channel, uh, uh, Taiwan Uncensored, China Uncensored. It's a great channel, YouTube channel. It's literally, it's, it's a white guy. <laughs> Talks about all the political stuff between Taiwan and China. Uh, like, he, he's like, like, he's like out there doing it, like, hardcore. But he can do it because he's American. Yeah, he's American. If yeah. he was Chinese, he would have been. Yeah, probably, like, big trouble. But, uh, yeah. When you say so big trouble, does it mean they'll kill him? Or does it mean they'll, like, find him? I mean, I don't know the exact... Thing that would happen, but there are definitely really scary stuff that has happened to to people in in China. Uh, I mean, even back in Taiwan, when there was the Chinese influence uh, political party in the sixties and seventies, there was a white terror uh, era where a lot of people like who were like pro Taiwan right people were like having like getting into like political uh, trouble, like people disappearing and shit. So there are definitely people, people disappearing forever. Yes. Which means they are probably... Dead. I mean, look at Jack Ma right now. Where, where the fuck is Jack Ma? Who's that? Jack Ma, he's the founder of Alibaba. Alibaba. We should look it up, actually. You know Alibaba. He's like, he's like a trillionaire or some shit, like billionaire. But Jack Ma, he talks shit about the government. Look at him now. He's gone. I mean, I'm sure he's alive. Wait, he's a billionaire and, he, they, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. gone? 
Yeah, he's uh he's disappeared. Can we Google that shit? Where is Jack Ma? What do you mean he just disappeared? If he had that much money, shouldn't he be able to like protect himself? Uh, let's see. But not, not against the Chinese government. Let's see here. Where is Jack yeah. Ma? Because someone with that type of status, I imagine you would think, right? Be just gone. Not in China. He's out of the country. Where's Jack Ma? Oh, maybe he's in hiding then. Yeah, he's definitely in hiding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. Okay, he's so the Chinese government didn't capture. No, 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 no. no. That's what I'm saying. Okay, he went to hiding because he was gonna get captured. But but we're talking about Jack Ma. We're talking about freaking multi. Is he like the Elon Musk of China? Yeah, he's pretty much the Elon Musk of China. You know, like we're talking about him having to hide. Can China capture him if he's outside China? I'm I'm sure they can find a way, but you know I don't know how how that works. Going so, back to <laughs> wait, so we don't know what happened to these people that disappeared. We just know that we never see them or yeah, hear from. Why well, exactly? That's what I mean, right? I don't know what. So exactly they're probably dead. If, if or in a dungeon. If you're an ordinary citizen, there's a high chance. I mean, if you look at uh, you can you can Google all these things that's happening during COVID. You know, people like revolting. Against the government again, check out highly recommend China Uncensored is a great channel. Shout out to uh, Chris Chapel. Shout out to Chris Chapel, man. I follow your shit. And um, they're just gone forever. People, all kind of shit happen. Again, I'm not gonna. I don't know the actual right answer to it, but there are people who just disappear, and you don't know. You know, you don't know what happened. They went to camp. You know, <laughs> they, that's what the Chinese government says. We're uh, taking up the camp. No, some of them. There's no, no. Next thing you know, you you gone. Has there ever been someone who? It's it's a weird concept for us to understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, has there ever been someone who disappeared and came back and told everyone what happened? That's a great question. I should look up. I'll be curious to look it up. But I mean, since you don't know off the top of your head, it's probably crazy rare. Yeah. Which um, means they're probably. I mean, the, if you the comparison would be North Korea, right? If you think about North uh, Korea, like the the shit I hear about North Korea, yeah. probably same, if not worse, stuff that happens in in China. And that's why, I'm, that's and that's scary. why, like for me, I mean, I have. That's scary. And for those of you who have seen my show, there are parts of my comedy I talk shit about China, you know. And aren't you worried? Well, I have been told by people on both sides who are like, "Hey, you know, you probably shouldn't do that for your safety." Also, people would tell me like, "Hey, fuck off," you know. But for me, it's like, this is America, bro. You know. So you would never visit China. Uh, I would visit. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to be an American citizen, but I so, probably wouldn't wear a Taiwan flag. <laughs> yeah. You're an American citizen. Yes. If you go back to China, would you have any concern that you would be reprimanded for what you said? If I go to China, if I visit China as an American citizen, um, I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would. Yeah. I've been to China uh, way back. Um, I already talked a lot of shit about China. But again, I'm 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 nobody, you know. How many people talk shit about China? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a nobody, so I don't know if it's. But like, you said, Jen- and as yeah. an American citizen, they probably wouldn't want to fuck around with that. Okay, so, so they still wouldn't mess. I, with I feel I feel safer. I feel safer as an American citizen, right? Which is precisely why I also feel like I have a uh, I have a duty to do my part speak for... to speak up, you know, because. Mm. And again, I'm going to say this. I say it all the time. Like, when I say fuck China, like, is the government. Like, there's amazing Chinese people out there and here all over the world, you know. And there are a lot of people who are suffering. And, and there are people who support their government, which is fine. You have, just like this country, right? We have, right? The two systems, right? Yeah. I mean, well, whatever, political parties. We have many parties, but, you know. Um, but 
the bottom line is we get to talk about it. You know, we get to have the conversation, right? And you can disagree with me if you want, you know, and I can disagree with you, but at the bottom line is we get to disagree and we get to have the conversation. Yeah. You know, we can still be civil, hopefully. (laughs) Do most Chinese people like their government? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've had plenty of debates and conversations with Chinese people who are like pro-China or, you know, whatever. Uh, But for me, at the end of the day, we're here, we get to have the conversation, you know? Um, but yeah, going back to the thing, I, I do believe it is important, and quite frankly, it's something I'm very passionate about, you know? What else? Comedy is about expressing who you are, yeah. right? And, and people can relate to, right? Right. How, I mean, not that many people, you know, out there uh, that are gonna um, talk about this kind of stuff that is so uniquely to me. I know Joe Wong went to China. Yeah, but Joe Wong is Chinese. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I heard he came back. Well, you know, he's actually Korean. Joe Wong is Korean? He was, he's one of those people who's ethnically Korean, but was born and raised in China. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw his Wikipedia page and I read that. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So Joe he's Wong. actually ethnically Korean, but he just was raised in China. Ah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. But I yeah. heard he came back because he was censored. Yeah. He, he couldn't talk about a lot of the stuff that he... Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean... I would be so curious the shit that and I mean it's one of those things right like I don't know I, I'm I, you know like I would like to think and this is where the comedy comes in right I would like to think that when the time comes when I do have enough influence through comedy you know whether it's like financial or whatever yeah. I will hope that I can stand my ground you are know, there any Chinese comedians so. who talk about the government? I'm sure they are yeah, I'm sure they're like great you know Chinese comedians will probably talk shit about the Chinese government, you know, they might be Chinese American, or they might be Chinese Chinese. Um, I know, yeah, but, Jimmy O Yang doesn't talk about it. I don't think. Yeah, it's like it's like I would hope basically. I, I would hope that like if uh, um, if they say, hey, you can come to China and do comedy, we'll pay you ten million dollars, but you can't talk shit about China. I would hope I would say, fuck you. <laughs> What, $10 million? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. That's what I'm saying. Right now, I don't have to offer. And, a lot of and money. This, this is the American, this is the capitalism, right? But, uh, but you, you you feel that strongly about... Yeah, I, I would, I would about hope. About this topic. I would yeah. hope that, you know, I have the guts and the boss to say, like, fuck you, you know? I will come if you let me talk shit about, you know? Uh, but you feel this strongly that even if you weren't like a millionaire and they offered you 10 million dollars you would still consider saying no i'm not gonna i would i, I was wow. right now i'm so and again this is where i'm talking about right yeah. like right now i'm all like mm, yeah you but, know like but, but when the yeah. time I actually if, yeah. if the opportunity comes it's kind of like you know well i'm sure in the acting world right like they're like let's say let's say if they offer you a role and they're like hey we'll pay you a million dollars but you have to act like you don't speak English and they're all the stereotype Asian yeah. to take it. You know, that's tough because, you know, you know Jimmy O. Yang actually talked about this a lot. Because Jimmy O. Yang is an immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. And he grew up as a fob. Yeah. So he said that he would take if, and I'm pretty sure this is what he says, but this is me paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. actually said he would take those roles yeah. because he can accurately represent mm. an Asian person who, can, who can't speak English. Yeah. Because he was an Asian person who can't yeah. speak English and he would give a more realistic yes. and accurate 
this this the depiction, yeah. which might actually change the way people view fobs. Yes. So he's he did that. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that that yeah. was a great. Yeah, that, yeah. Because I never thought about it. Because you automatically think, oh wait, but I speak English. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. But I too was an Asian who never was able to speak English. Yeah. You know? well, when did you start speaking English? I came here when I was seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So relatively early on, but yeah, but yeah I mean you have. A, but you too, you have no accent. Yeah. But you were a you especially you came at such a late age. Yeah. I feel like you would be able to really depict well. An Asian person accurately who was not able to speak English. Yeah, probably. More than an Asian American who is going to yeah. stereotypically... Yeah, 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 yeah. probably. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a whole thing about, like, talking about the accent thing. Do you find Asian accents offensive? I have such a low gauge of what is inappropriate and appropriate, so yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, but high tolerance. Yeah. yeah I think both of us, yeah. I think... My tolerance is very dangerous, though. Like, yeah. I, thankfully, I'm not like a like a very controversial person. Yeah. Because I probably would get into a lot of trouble with what I would say because my tolerance is so high. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Because I I have that. Um, I'm glad. Actually, neither of us do any of the accent stuff. No. Right. I mean, I. But I also, I'm like, really bad at Asian accent. Really. Yeah, I would like to do it if I was better at yeah. it. Probably. Well, I have like tiny, tiny bit, but when I do the accent, I'm playing a character. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. you know, my mom or something, right? Yeah. Uh, which my mom doesn't even, you know, speaking over there. <laughs> I'm just using in a way, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Um, Same. I don't even but... know what my mom's English accent will sound like because she can't speak English. At yeah. All. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how funny. bad. That's English funny. Is. But you speak Korean to your parents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, but um, I can't really communicate with them deeply. Really? Because my Korean's limited. I see. Yeah. How does that work? What is that like at home? Well, we just kind of learn to get by with oh, our language deficiencies. So you speak English to them and they speak Korean? Or we just don't talk about it, Ooh. which is sad. Yeah. Dang. But we, I always, I think I feel a lot of love for them still. And, and it does make me very sad to think that I wasn't, I can't communicate certain aspects. Yeah. But I think we find ways to communicate non-verbally. Uh-huh. But yeah, some stuff I just, I'm like, we just don't talk about it because we can't. That is crazy, dude. Yeah. You have siblings? Yeah, two younger brothers. Two younger brothers? Yeah. And, and um, so you've grown up with your parents like all your life. Yeah. But you don't communicate that much. Ooh, that is cool stuff. I mean, no, cool, not no, cool stuff. Uh, no, um, like an like yeah. interesting topic. But you know, it's it's kind of like the immigrant experience. Yeah. If for I'm like I'm I'm like one point five. Yeah, you know. One, yeah, one point five. Where we yeah. have this weird language barrier, even though we live together. Yeah. Um, but I always felt you know like I love my parents just as much as someone who can communicate with yeah. them. You know, uh, it's just we have to we learn to show our affection and other way nonverbal ways yeah 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 no that's cool though yeah. i mean it, it is a big challenge for a lot of probably you know asian american specifically asian americans because we're two asian americans here but um every culture has their own like second gen or, or yeah. third gen where they lose their right. culture yeah. language and all that stuff yeah. uh, like I'm, my family members like my cousins and stuff half of them like are still very attached to it half of them are like completely you know right. language and that stuff 
So it is a challenge. I don't, okay, for me, I used to have a judgment. I used to. You know, yeah. I used to be like, well, you, you know, you're whatever. Yeah, you yeah can't and it's speak understandable. It. Yeah. Honestly, and for understandable. me, it was like, dude, like, how dare you, you know? But then, but then I, through time, perspective changed, right? Like, I started to understand, like, okay, well, there's stuff that is historically, too, you know? Like, historically, some people, like, even, like, Anglo-Saxons ones, right? Like, they come from, like, you know, Italy, or, like, Italians, right? The Europeans, right, come here. They try to assimilate, you know? Right? So, so yeah. they didn't want their kids to speak, you know, whatever their native tongue is. Um, and over here, for, for Asian Americans, I'm sure it's the same. But for me, personally, I think it is important to preserve that. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Um, yeah. It, it is hard, but that, that's crazy, though, that you don't... Yeah, I always wonder what, how, what my relationship with my parents would be like yeah. if uh, we spoke the same language. Yeah, I always curi- I'm have, always curious. Have you yeah. said? Uh, have you said a ton of your uh, I I don't say it a lot, uh, but we I do say it. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, not wow. a lot, but I do say it. Yeah. yeah. For those, of, I'm sure your fans probably all know Koreans, right? The only person who listens to my podcast is my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, so she doesn't know yeah. what we're saying right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. so, so you do you, you tell your parents that you love them in Korean? Uh not a lot. Not a lot. But I I do say. But we 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 were a type of family who didn't grow up saying that a lot either. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. It just feels awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. I think so. It feels forced. Yeah. Culturally, it's through actions. It's yeah. Random shit. Yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. Have you seen uh, Have you seen everything everywhere? On, oh, on like five times. Five times. Yeah. yeah. You know how like the scene was like. Oh my god. Eat more. You're fat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> eat less. You're fat. That's how. That's how yeah. Asian parents say I love you. You know. Yeah. I think that's kind of what is hard for a lot of Asian Americans. Yeah. Is because they have that American sensibility. Yeah. So they feel like they're not loved as much because yeah. they don't hear it. But yeah. yeah, it's a culture thing. It's a yeah. culture thing. Which is sad because it's you're you're in the same house but you have two different cultures. Yeah. yeah. That's that, is, classic. that is crazy though. Are your the younger brothers, do they speak Korean? Their Korean is worse than mine. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean I speak to my parents in both Taiwanese and Mandarin. So yeah. Sometimes English. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, that's one of the, uh, you know, topics that is, like, really complicated, you know, and, yeah. and I think we're technically, so 1.5, I think I'm called the uh, third culture, is that what it's called, third culture kid? I think. I think you actually would, I never heard of third culture, but you, yeah, you, I would consider you to be in a category of your own, because you're, like, you're, like, an interesting case, because you speak you're able, you adopted both cultures, like, really, like, proficiently. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I can't tell whether you're Asian or you're Asian-American. Because yeah. you're so good in both. Yeah. So you're kind of like a category of your own. Uh, I yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Well, so if that's coming like, from Ryan Gu himself? No, seriously. Because you're either, like, a f- immigrant and you can tell someone's an immigrant. Or you're, yeah. like, a complete... Americanized Asian, yeah, which yeah, is like, kind of like me. Oh, well, I'm kind of like barely ninety five percent. Yeah, but you're like someone who adopted both worlds like very well. So you're like in a very interesting position. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm also Asianly ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody knows now, but most, it, it's seriously most people don't. Like, if I didn't say it, like a lot of people wouldn't know what kind of Asian I am. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know why that. I'm so ambiguous though. I guess I just assume. Like, what's, you what have, makes me so ambiguous? Yeah. Like, I have gotten 
all kinds. I've gotten Korean, I've gotten Japanese, I've gotten Chinese. Yeah, I could you know? see those. Things. And when I was more tan, like people think I'm Filipino. like, you know, Filipino, yeah. Thai. You know? I could even see Filipino right now too. Yeah. 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 Well, your yeah. eyes are, I think, unique. They're kind of on the bigger side. And you have, yeah, you have double eyelids. I have double eyelids. And I doubt you got the surgery. No, I didn't. I yeah. Actually, I, I used to have one single one double growing up. Yeah. I always, uh, uh, kids always call me, uh, well, my parents actually call me Da Xiaoyan. It means like a big, small eye. Like, I have, oh. Like, my eyes used to be like this. Oh, how'd you photos. change it? I just kind of grew out of it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. But I used to have like one single lid. And one double. Right. I had some friends like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then eventually it's Yeah. Yeah, apparently a lot of people. Uh, yeah. The, the you have thing. a very prominent facial structure too. Yeah. Most Asians is kind of more softer and rounder, but yours is very yeah. sharp. Uh, the cheekbone? Yeah. I see. I hated that growing up, by the way. How come? Self conscious, dude. Like, I think it's just being a, like the creative mind. You know, I used to be super self conscious about like just everything about myself. Yeah. Until it was. Uh, my my uh, my cousin and my ex told me like this is like her favorite. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like high cheekbones. Yeah, and she's like they love the cheekbone, and then I'm I just just like that, boom, gone. Yeah, no more problem. Right, you know? Cause, right. Because she was like, you know, a lot of people fucking do surgeries to get that. Yeah, shit, right? that's true. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh really? Nice. Especially for yeah. Asians, they yeah. naturally don't have high cheekbones. Yeah, so or double eyelids. Yeah, maybe I do have Dutch. And Portuguese. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. A little bit. I probably... A little bit. I'll tell you why. I think there's a good bit. Uh, I'll form around it. I haven't done 23ME or whatever. Figure out a thing. Because partially, I would not be surprised if I have part Chinese in me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, ah, goddammit. That's, that's a that. bit I'm working on too where yeah. I'm like, I would like to take 23 and me, except I'm Korean, so I have a pretty dark history. Yeah. So if I see Japanese in there, that's not going to make me feel good. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, shoot. Yeah, that makes sense. My great-great-grandmother probably got, like, raped or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, what's wrong with the, the Japanese? No, <laughs> I know the beef. Do you, do you personally feel the beef still? No, no. and I never felt it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was very young, I know that was kind of a thing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's, it, the crazy part is it's not that freaking long ago. It's like it's like the history, like yeah, like you know, the, the, uh, uh, Nazi Germany. It's not that long ago. No, you know. Yeah, um, it, that's the crazy part. It's like less than two grandmas living. Live yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> my grandpa went to school and he saw dead soldiers on the because yeah. he went to school during the Korean War. Yeah. But he would walk to school. He was in elementary school, mm. but he he said he would see dead soldiers on yeah. the road and. He would just still go to school. My grandparents, they both, uh, they speak spoke uh, Japanese and Taiwanese only, really. They barely speak Mandarin Chinese because, you know, they were in the oh. Taiwanese generation. And, 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 so my grandparents, they grew up in the Japan-occupied Taiwan uh, during wow. that time, which, like, there's a whole thing. Like, people, people were like, like, you would think Japan did a lot, which they did, right? A lot of atrocious stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, Imperial Japan, right? Did a lot of atrocious stuff in Asia. But they did a lot of good in Taiwan, too. The difference is they treated Taiwan as a part of their country, as a part of their colony, right, as a part of their empire. So they actually built, like, the railroad system, universities, hospitals, and all that stuff. So they actually did a lot of good in oh, Taiwan. Wow. And when the Chinese came over, they treated Taiwan as, like, a jump pad back to the motherland, you know? 
So there was just a lot of like terrible stuff, you know, there was a lot of like killing, raping and all that stuff, you know, there was a lot of all that shit that was happening. And uh, it was really sad because the Taiwanese people were like, yay, you know, like Japan finally gone, welcome Chinese. And then fucking get, you know, get fucked over all over again. (laughs) So culturally, like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, but uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, it's not that long ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I don't, you know, like the Chinese, uh, excuse me, the Japanese stuff against like all the Asia um, you know it, it was you know his yeah. history you know but again right just, you know. so very quickly yes because we are we well, went way over but I like I it um, I know this, um, yeah, I hope I mean I feel like we got like so like serious we this is probably the most serious podcast episode I had so far yeah. which I'm fine with yeah, I, yeah yeah this isn't a strictly comedy podcast yeah just about whatever, but I like I really like learning about intellectual <laughs> conversations. But I mean, we, we should we? I mean, whatever topic you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I give you the, yeah, and if you don't mind, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty flexible super. Yeah, I'm super interested because uh, you told me about your sister a little bit. Yes, but she was originally your brother. Yes, so that and you told me that you always knew. Uh, no, uh, I, it made sense afterwards. Oh. Yeah, I didn't always know at all, not even close. You know, it, it doesn't cross my mind, but as soon as my sister came out, and I was like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. But you, So your sister, um, um, she started identifying herself as a woman. Yes. And she actually started a, a like kind of a, a community in Taiwan yes. for other people who may identify as a, a gender they weren't born with and that's like her business right uh, yes yes i wouldn't say she started a community but she definitely organized you know i'm sure people oh, were already there right yeah like, so so yeah as soon as she she came out uh i was the first family member to know uh and uh yeah it was pretty crazy she how was old like, was she and you she was 30. that's pretty yeah, late and I yeah. Was 26. yeah i do i cannot imagine and i i'm like i'm just a boring cisgender straight male the only thing that's interesting about me is that i'm asian uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. not true you're also right. a uh, guitarist but, <laughs> but, ceo uh, yes, and dog dad <laughs> um but uh and latino inside yeah. um but um yeah like my my sister came out and um she was like, i'm gonna tell you something you know don't be too shocked and i was like what are you gay and then she was like well, kind of, and I'm like, the fuck do you mean kind of, you know? Like, oh. <laughs> you're gay or not gay? And she was like, she's trans, you know? So you and knew right away when she said that she was probably going to say something like... Yeah, something simple. I mean, like, uh, what else would be a serious conversation like that out of nowhere, you know? Um, but, like, dude, she's my sister, right? Like, I still love her, right? Like, she's, you know, the, the bloodline. For me, it's like, as a person, like, it doesn't change, you know? Like, like I'm still always going to care. Like, there's things I had to adjust, right? Like, even for a while, I was still like, oh, my brother, my brother, you know, I was like, oh, my sister, you know. Uh, But I can't imagine living my life of 30 years, like, not being able to, like, truly express who I am, you know. I think my personality is too strong. If I were anything but a straight dude, I, you know, I feel like I would just be like, wee, <laughs> you know, I would be way the fuck out way early, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, like, who was it? Freaking... Uh, Danny and Sizzle and a bunch of them, a bunch of them all thought I was gay. 
Oh, they did. Yeah, I'm like, what? Just because I dress well, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to gay men. You know. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, think yeah, you were gay. Yeah, well, there, there were people in high school because I, you know, I love musical. We both love musicals. Oh. You know, and I'm like, I'm more on the uh, what's the word like expressive side, right? Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. So I think that's why. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with is it. Your but I just, I'm not. Is sister extroverted as you, or is she introverted? No, she's introverted. Yeah. Oh. She's introvert, but she's really good looking. By the way, she's like better looking than a lot of women. <laughs> she's like really. Good. I'll show you a photo. She's like, dude, you can't tell. You can't tell, dude. Like, if I were to dress up or try to look like a woman because I identify as a woman, if I were to do that. I would still look like a fucking dude. <laughs> I can't hide this. You know? <laughs> but my sister just look great, man. Like she's hot, dude. Like, does she get any work done or no? Yeah, just like uh, supplements and stuff like that. Okay. But the details, I don't want to like say say it wrong. Or yeah. But yeah, like you know, but but uh, and and she has a girl, uh, actual wife. She has a wife. So that's what she meant. She's tech, like kind of gay. I'm <laughs> like, you know. Oh. Um, so so. Yeah, so and she's so she's technically in Taiwan's gay marriage is allowed, so she's married to her wife. Um, but uh, yeah, so the community. So she's still attracted to women. She just yes. didn't identify as yes. a yeah. as a man. Yeah, oh, yeah. She she wow. identifies her as a as a woman, um, but attracted sexually attracted to a woman. So again, I don't know exactly how that works, but for me, it doesn't matter. It's not my life. You know, yeah. it's your life. Good for you. All I care about is that you're happy. You well, know? she must have felt very happy that you were so accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was just like, "Cool, man. How's work? Right. <laughs> or, 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 cool, girl. How's work? <laughs> you know, I'm a cool woman." Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, and obviously it's different from my parents. It took a little time, but like they were very like, I'm, I'm very grateful that my parents are like, you know, very accepting and all that now. Yeah, um, especially from Asian parents. Yeah, I think from Asian. Totally they have same. different reasons of difficulties, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, so, so my sister now, she, she has this, her whole business is, like, supporting the LGBTQ community in Taiwan, providing them a safe space, safe space, you know, providing them, like, a, a community to hang out with, events, you know, a safe space for them to, like, um, some of them, like, they, they're, they can't come out, you know, yeah. so, so she's providing them a space, like, some of them, they just want to go out at night, be they are you know and it's not like the society like Taiwan is very liberal nowadays but but a lot of it has to do with like family their own family are the ones that don't you know some of them might be like guys who might be a big time company you know exec who has a family but they can't right so that that's that's the tough part you know even even if society allows you to you yeah know? but like it's like it's it's like uh, let me show you my sister you can't even um, but uh, yeah, this is a, I mean, this is a topic I will have to, like, kind of find a way to um, talk more about. Yeah. I'll run by her, for sure. But, uh, like... Uh, so, your, just a picture of yours. Oh, yeah. You can't tell at Dude, all. Dude, right? Yeah, she looks like a K-pop girl. Dude. Yeah. Right? Wow. I'm yeah, telling you, you tell. dude. She's, like, like, you can't... And this is very, uh, yeah, this is, you know, and then there's... Wow. Like, and I'm guessing she doesn't have any pictures of her up where she before. I I have like pictures like her wow. her, uh, her her old Facebook. Wow. When, when she was when she was. My yeah. Mom. Holy moly. But yeah, for privacy's sake, I won't show you guys. But 
Ryan approved. She hot. Oh! <laughs> as, as, as a cisgender straight male. Right? Like, yeah. Have you seen that? No, no, no. She's like, very attractive. Yeah. Like, she's a very, very attractive. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wow. like, yeah, but like, uh, going back to what you meant, like, uh, what you were saying, like, I mean, it made sense afterwards, you know? Like, she told me, it was like, oh, shit. Okay. Growing up, she was like putting yeah. nail polish on and stuff. As a kid, how the fuck am I supposed yeah. to know? I was just like, ah, it's funny, you know? She's like wearing dresses and stuff. But now it's like, oh, she, she was just being who the fuck she always, you know, um, identify as. And she never brought it up beforehand? Not even hinted it? No, but she was, um, she felt like pretty like disconnected. Like she didn't feel ha- like it didn't seem to me that she was happy. Yeah. When did she realize it was her gender identification that was causing her to feel so? That I wouldn't be able to answer. I wouldn't know. But all I know was that like I did not see her this happy until really she was able to be who she is, you know? And that, that's really all that matters for me. I just want my, my family to be fucking happy. And even more importantly, she's contributing to her community. That is fucking dope, dude. Yeah. You know, Especially that is, in, in Asia. Yeah, and yeah. that is awesome to me. That, that, that is like literally like the, the definition of like the transcendent needs, right? Like the, the purpose, you know? It's a my, my, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Oh, you have all the right, yeah. basic shelter and all that stuff. And then the top one is not even just uh, self-fulfillment. You know, that's like the... the the, the pyramid, right? Self-fulfillment. Yeah. There's actually the transcendent needs, which means once you fulfill yourself, your purpose, you're transcending your, right? And that's wow. what, as artists, that's right? That's, that's that, <laughs> you know, yeah. well, I think to me, as creators, right? That's kind of what we, we thrive for, right? Right? Like, sure, the, the creation of art, comedy, whatever it is, like, it's, it's self-fulfillment, but like, if we can share to the, you know, yeah. the people and, and hopefully make an impact, just like all of us are influenced by all these artists, right. you know, out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. Wow. So. Yeah. No, seriously. That's really deep. Yeah. Well, we do have to wrap up, but I do want to ask, how did you get into comedy? Yes. How did I get into comedy? Uh, stand up. So I was already doing a lot of like comedy stuff, like slapstick, you know, like video stuff, right? A lot yeah. of like, sketch comedy. Okay. I had a YouTube channel and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but I've always wanted to try stand-up for a long time. I love Why? watching it. Because it's something about the art form. It, number one, it's like a solo thing. And uh, I think as, as a guitarist, there's something about it. You know? Yeah. You know? You know You're a I mean? performer. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, for me, it's like a solo thing. Yeah. And number two is it's just so free form, you know? I can talk about whatever I want. I can add music to it, as you can see. Oh, I love stuff. that. You yeah. should keep doing Thank that. You. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, so cool. that's, I call it a phase three of my comedy. Phase yeah. one was just go out there and bomb. Yeah. <laughs> phase two is to, to make it better. Yeah. And phase three is to, to up level, bring my music in, because yeah. that's very me, you know? I think that was really, yeah, I would totally incorporate that as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have a, I want to build, like, my, I'm working on my 30 minute. Yeah. I want to do, like, a whole 10 minute on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, well, number one, that's what comedy is. Like, that's very me. That is literally, like, if you know, like, anybody who know me when I first came to this country, I came here, um, I came to this country with, like, three guitars and, you know, a suitcase, you know? Mm. Look at me now. (laughs) Four guitars and a suitcase. (laughs) No, but, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it defines who I am. Um, but comedy, always love telling stories, and I think, um, I had the honor to give a uh, TEDx talk 2000. That's right, yo, you gave a TED talk. Yeah, yeah not, not that's crazy. A few years ago, which again, I never thought I would do that shit. Yeah. But I do believe in life is about challenging outside of your comfort zone. You know, 
challenge yourself outside of it. Yeah, and my TED, my TEDx is very like roller coaster. It's like <laughs> it's like very like uh, why well, going into like you know dark stuff, right? I, I talk have to about listen dark to your TED talk. Uh, yeah, well. I have, you, you don't have to, but uh, I, I, I talk I want, about my, my, my personal yeah. experience, right? Like what went through the ups and downs to get to where I am today and what I realized why I am where I am today. But after that, I was like, oh shit, I could do it. You know, I'm just, just some kid who didn't speak English. Now I did the whole like TEDx talk. I can't remember how long, 17 minutes on That's stage. That's crazy. Just yeah. me, nothing. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This stand-up comedy thing I've always loved, you know? I should try it. So I was about to try it, get on stage 2020. <clears throat> and then for obvious reasons, <laughs> yeah. it shut down. And... Uh, Twenty. Uh, it was twenty twenty one. I did. I did one open mic once on a date. Where? Uh, oh, on a date. On a date. Brave. Oh wow. yeah. It was a funny story. Brave. So this girl we met at some like fitness dating thing, and then uh, we both love stand up, and she was like, well, you know, and then we went on a date at, at Flappers, and she was like, if you go up on stage, you know, I'll suck your dick. You know, she didn't oh, say that. She, oh. she didn't say that. Oh. Uh, but pretty oh, that's much, you how know, your pretty much like I was like, and then and then <laughs> she didn't say that. But uh, she's a very established artist now. Oh, uh, okay. Actress, I don't want. <laughs> but but but. Oh wow. But we went went on went on a walk. Yes. So she's doing well, and uh, and then uh, I was like, oh, they have an open mic. Let's go. You know. So I just like just fucking yolo went out with nothing prepared. I went up, and uh, so that was the last time I saw kill? her. And <laughs> how did you do? I killed the silence. In the, <laughs> I killed. Wait, the and you said you never saw her again afterwards. Uh, no. no. I so thought this was gonna be I a happy story. No, come on, dude. No, I'm very happy with my current girlfriend now. No, no, no I mean, it was. I don't. I'm sure it wasn't. Did how you do at the? Was your performance at the open mic an attributing factor to why she didn't see you again? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm sure it's a part of it. <laughs> I have a recording of that set. Oh! It's fucking bad. It's bad, man. Like, but it. you know what? But you know what though? Like the fact that I did it. Yeah. That I'm more proud of. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, but she was very nice, very respectful. She said, "Hey, you know, I just don't think it's gonna work out." You know. After the open mic? Uh, no, no. Afterwards, you know, I was like, "Hey, we'd love to take you out again." And she was like, "Oh, I just don't think it's gonna work out." It wasn't like live. She wasn't like, "Yeah, you fucking suck." Okay, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah, yeah. oh, but, uh, I was. I thought you were gonna say, yeah. but I'm gonna invite you to my, oh. my maybe not my thirty minute, maybe oh. like a, when I'm you know when I'm like. I thought you were gonna say that was my first time doing open mic. It went well. And that's why I continued doing stand-up. I got late. Oh, no, I bombed the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, it was Instead, terrible. Instead, you said, no, my, my date never saw me again. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but this says about my personality. Though, that's true. Right? Like, you're, well, it's, you're, it's, you're grit. It's, 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 well, that, but, but it says, like, how much I actually want it. Yeah, you know? that's true. If I didn't if want you still it, do I would have given up. Yeah, after you, know? you lost yeah. the date. So, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> So I, want, I mean, it was scarring, yeah. but like, who cares, you know? Life just I love that attitude. I always yeah. like, that's why I think I kind of resonate with you on a different level. Because I can totally tell you're like, uh, you don't really have an, you don't have an ego. I do. <laughs> but you don't have an ego when it comes to if the work needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to do it. Yeah. In that sense, I don't think you have an ego. Everyone has an ego, yeah. but maybe ego is not the right word, but you have kind of the, like what I, maybe like the Mamba mentality. You, yeah. You're not afraid to grind it out. You're not afraid to fail, and you're not afraid to put yourself out there. And I don't think there's a lot of people like that. 
So I always admire people like that when I see it, because I'm like, okay, yeah, they, they, they kind of have a mindset where they're like, this is what I want, and I'm going to yeah. do whatever it takes to Thanks, achieve Thanks, man. You know. I mean, so, so do you, man. Oh, I'm glad, you. you know, like, I mean, here we are, right? Like, two dudes, like, having this great conversation. But, I mean, you know, once I started saying, I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going. And then, and, and then uh, yeah, well, 2020, obviously, we didn't do it. Yeah. In 2021, I started again uh, on Halloween night, and then I just kept going. And I've been so fortunate to have met, like, people like yourself, you know, Kiki and Sizzle and Danny and I can name on and on. But so many comedians, Danny. Emerald, Who's like Danny, Danny Plum. Oh, oh just, I love just comedians Plum. like yeah. who've been like Danny so awesome. But yeah. the community just dope, man. And, yeah. And, but I think I think maybe what you were looking for is that like, uh, um, like I'm I'm willing to put my ego aside at the right. Which is more impre- impressive, I think. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I don't. See, anyway, that's my girlfriend I mean. knows I have a huge fucking ego. Yeah. <laughs> but that also means you don't have an ego. Because when I think of someone with an ego, is someone who can't put their ego aside for anything. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, we all have an ego. But I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I think yeah. my word choice is poor. But no, there's no, no, people who can't put their ego aside for anything. Yeah, I think I have learned. I have learned. It's a skill, right? I have learned to say, you know what? Like to put my ego aside because guess what? It is more important to get, and I think that's what it takes to be a, in my opinion, I actually do think that is a part of what it takes to be a great director in a sense because you have to manage all these. Yes. Oh my gosh. And you have to focus on like, what is the ultimate goal, right? And how do I navigate through that? Yeah. And I would like to consider myself having to to learn that skill to be able to, and, and I actually think like running a company and that's what it take to be a a, uh, a good, not even great, but like a good leader, a solid leader. You're right. You're right. You know, like yeah. leadership is about like I'm able to. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so fucking cheesy, but like whenever my, my team they call me, hey, what's up, boss? You know, like they call me like, oh, he's my boss. I'm like, no, you know, like I consider myself a leader. Okay, <laughs> a leader. Well, because boss is. I'm sitting on a fucking chair and telling you to move my chair. Yeah. You know, leaders, I'm in the front, dude. Yeah. I'm in the front with you, dog, you know. Yeah. I'm like out there. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to consider myself, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's just, you know, I'm lucky enough to have, have, you know, learned that, so. Yeah. And I think that's what makes a good leader, someone who, who does the work with, who's willing to do the same amount of work as the people that are leading as it's opposed to if yeah. all, and 100 percent if you're a good leader i think you're always doing more yeah maybe not the same amount of work but you're yeah. probably investing more of yourself yeah. than any of the people you're leading yeah, yeah. speaking of leadership dude uh shout out to ryan man dude, no i i consider i mean dude you're you're an inspirational figure in in you know in many ways not just to your fans you know to people like myself too man you know how well so I think I think peop, anybody who who believe in you know your right your your goal like you you committed to comedy right oh you committed to comedy and you're willing to put in the grind like what we we're talking about and 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 just work at it you know like obviously we all have challenges and struggles right and that's one of those things where it's like you have to believe in yourself strong enough to right. And, and to me, that's, you know, that, that's inspiring, dude. Like, and oh. be able to surround yourself with, you know, 
Thank you. I yeah, yeah, appreciate man. it. Yeah. yeah well, I feel the same about you. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, that's. I think that's what it is. I I like you. It's just like I I, I think you're right. When you want something, you have to learn to give up a lot of stuff to kind of attain it. And sometimes it's your ego. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. your, you know, anything. It could be your relationships, your time. Yeah. But, Dude, but you... it has to be. I think that's why I think sometimes people say um, the loneliest place in the world is something like the loneliest place in the world is for like a leader. Or leaders are usually really lonely people because mm-hmm. they kind of give up a lot of things yeah yeah um yeah and i think in every aspect like in the business sector you know yeah especially like people people (laughs) see the whole like you know work for yourself life right oh my god it must be nice you know working for yourself i'm like yeah you should try it if if it's easy (laughs) if it's easy to be a you know successful sexy good-looking comedian like this guy Thanks. Everybody would. I mean, I would be fucking doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like you know, you. we're I mean, we're, we're, we're like all growing together, you know. Like, yeah. No, you we know? are. It's yeah. a process, but I am glad that we are. Our paths are crossed. Yes, man. Yes, yes, we are growing together, and I'm finally, <laughs> finally, I made it. Highlight, uh, highlight of my uh, comedic uh, career, uh, man, no, on the same. No. Podcast. No. This guy. Well, I'm glad you yeah. uh, you're enjoying your time. I'm glad you came on. I wish I had this yeah, podcast episode six months ago yeah, when I originally asked. But yeah, our batteries are about to die, and yes. we're going to get lunch before my yes. improv team practice. Um, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch. Where can we find you on your socials? Thank you uh, for asking. So this is a conundrum. What do I do? So you can find me at Tony Thriller, like Thriller, like Thriller, spelled with the S pronounced thriller. Um, but I think I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'm, I already started uh, I'm gonna move all my comedy to uh, Shirler Says what do you think about that? like a comedy Instagram? yeah just comedy Instagram Shirler Says Shirler Says Says yeah S-A-Y-S S-A-Y-S yeah yeah I mean I know pretty much everyone does it where they kind of have my personal Instagram my comedy Instagram yeah. my podcast Instagram I think if it works Sure. I always I I do everything in one, but mostly just because I'm too lazy. Yeah, to it's have a lot of work. Different accounts. Yeah. But it kind of bites me in the butt sometimes. Yeah. Well, Cause I'm I, doing, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's why I'm losing followers. Yeah, it's because I'm so I have so many wide range of stuff I'm posting. Yeah, yeah. it is it is tricky, but uh, yeah. yeah, Tony Schroeder, and then you will be able to. That's the master folder. You'll be able to find my uh, soon my my company one too. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. And anything you want to plug? Anything I want to plug? Uh. I'm working on my 30-minute special, uh, and I'm working to grow my Instagram. So <laughs> first, I need to fucking decide which one I want to. So yeah, I'm working to just just, and I'm, I'm working to like have a more consistency of posting. Dude, shout out to this guy, man! Fucking just constantly out there. So um, um, yeah, I love to join along to you know yeah. across social, you know, Instagram, YouTube, and I'll be doing. I was starting a podcast too. Doing yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, podcast so fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's just a hassle to set everything up, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that will be the plug, man, and also go to his freaking shows, man. Oh. Because I might be on his show too. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to get oh, you on yeah. the one after April. Right. Oh yeah. I don't I know do. when I'm gonna have it. Maybe in May. But I'll get you on the next one, next next one for sure after April, because okay. April won the lineup. Oh, yeah. I love, love to. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. For those of you who still doubt that if Asian men can be sexy, ah! 
I think I'm too awkward to be sexy, but I, yeah, I, I have that a, is sexy itself. I, I work out a lot, so I have that, but yeah, yeah, my, I, I'm a naturally very awkward person. Ryan is Ryan. Ladies love that. Well, not all ladies, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, those were missing out then. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. That's how, true. How do you end your podcast? Is there a thing you say? Uh, no, I just kind of randomly uh, stop talking and then... Yeah, it's like Craig Ferguson. Do you want an awkward pause or a... Uh, what, what would you like? How would you like to end the uh, episode? <laughs> One, two, three. Woo! Crap. Cool.